0: So, Jeff, what What's in what
1: U.S. state is Dry Tortugas National Park? Okay, so here's the thing dry tortugas that that sounds like some something from pirates of the caribbean Uh uh-huh um and the only state i know that like kind of is near the caribbean is florida Mm -hmm. so it feels like that should be the answer you going florida i'm gonna go florida it is florida
0: uh congratulations thank you I was so excited to ask that question and I had to ask it three times over the course of like half an hour until I awaited Jeff's answer Yeah, because we had some major technical difficulties. Yeah, Uh, we're actually recording this on something called Riverside. Yeah, which I'm sure some people have heard of it, but I was recommended it by the people over at the Letterboxd podcast and so now Jeff and I are trying it and I'm hoping it works. I'm honestly a little scared (laughs) that something's going to go... It's always kind of risky doing these new things, but yeah, um, yeah. The thing it turns though out.
1: is that it's called Riverside, which being beside the river doesn't really give me like the thoughts of good audio. It just sounds like it should be like like.
0: Yeah,
1: yeah. Which I can hear your car- uh, your
0: your fan on your laptop. So
1: I guess yeah. that is. It is like we're by a river, you know? There you go. Um, Um, That's not ideal. I don't understand why this um, program uses up, apparently, all of my computer's RAM. Yeah. (laughs) But what happens, though, is the video recording of
0: this is going to be... It's two separate videos because it's yours and mine individually. So I can get into some multicam editing and, like, cut between us depending on who's talking. So you know we can we can get really fancy here on the podcast if wow. we
1: put in the effort yeah uh, i mean i think that you should really try to edit this as much as possible i yeah also after effects um, i would like you to add some smoke around so, my yeah head. well that's i'm definitely not gonna do that but <laughs> yeah make it look like i'm like suffocating in my room <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs>
0: uh you're still in france I think we can right, establish yes. that that much is yes, said for this is probably um, the
1: last recording where yeah. I will be in France and then and possibly the last recording where I'll be in Europe. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Um, I I will get this out of the way right now while we're on the topic that there will be no episode next week because I'm going to be in at the New York Film Fest and Jeff is going to be traveling. Uh, J- Jeff will be in Vermont, I believe. But yeah. Yeah. Or maybe not yet. I don't know, we don't want to get too much yeah. Jeff's travel plans.
1: <laughs> there's a stalker out there, but <laughs> Which if anything, I would be confused that someone decided to stalk me. Yeah. Well, you Just never know. Just seems like a confusing choice. But yeah. yeah we well, won't we won't give away any specifics. Like I I intentionally have not said verbatim your IP address on this podcast for that reason. Yeah. I mean I don't know if you know my IP address, think
0: that if you wanted to do that. <laughs> um, but <laughs> um yeah uh in the news this week um what everybody comes here for uh Biden receives a Pfizer biotech booster and urges more Americans to get a first shot um so Biden got the booster are you planning on yeah, getting it jesus christ bird. no there's a there's a picture of Biden uh getting the shot oh. he has one of the hairiest arms I have ever seen. <laughs> what? <laughs> and he looks like a werewolf. <laughs> I'm going to have to Google this. I think I can share my screen. You know, it's asking for a bunch of preferences. I'm not going to bother with this. Um, But, yeah, he's yeah. got a really hairy arm.
1: Oh, yeah. that is that? Yeah, that's weird. That's, Are you I mean, looking I've at? Not, I, you Googled it yourself? I see. Yeah, yeah, I see the image.
0: I encourage anybody, any is...
1: listeners at home, to Google this
0: picture. Um, I would say don't. Well, yeah, actually, don't. <laughs> him and I sporting the same watch. He's also got an Apple Watch, so the president. Yeah. he's just like us. You, uh, um, you getting in the
1: one of the new Apple watches?
0: Probably not. No, I mean, I only got the current one because it was a gift. I would never have bought this myself. I actually don't have it on me right now. Even it's charging. But I mean, it's, a, it's yeah. a cool thing. I like the Apple Watch, but it's just not something I would ever own myself,
1: you know? Yeah, it doesn't... Um, I don't know. I'm fine, like, if I need to know what time it is, just pulling my phone out. And then also, if someone calls me, I'm fine also yeah. pulling my phone out. And then if I get texted, yeah. I'm also, again, I'm fine using my phone for that. So I don't really now. think I need it on my wrist. Yeah.
0: Yeah. It's, it's a completely unnecessary device, to be honest. Um, but yeah, are you planning on getting the booster, Jeff? That was kind of where this was leading. Oh, right. I mean,
1: I think if, you know, it's something that is recommended, Uh because right now they're saying, like, people who are, like, in very high-risk jobs, people who are old, and people who are at higher risk for having certain, you know, diseases and things. Diseases, yeah. Um, So definitely when it's, you know, I'm... Part of the group that it yeah. is suggested I will definitely get it. Totally.
0: I think I can get it in Chicago right now, if I'm being honest. Or I can apply yeah. to get it.
1: Well, yeah, uh, I think anyone, anyone can, can get it. it. Yeah. You just have to pretty much say that you have, like, you're at yeah. a higher risk for some reason.
0: That's kind of what I did when they first started rolling out the vaccines. I think I said this, but I brought my inhaler with me to the to the facility. It yeah, It was like, I got uh, asthma.
1: And they were like, okay, sure. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. They were like, we're not going to turn you down. but Right. It it does sound like you're trying to say that you scammed your way into getting vaccinated. Well, it's... (laughs) Like, that's kind of what you're implying. It's not a bad
0: thing, right? Like, (laughs) it's it's scamming my way into keeping others safe. You're Uh, like,
1: actually, I stole my uh, twin brother's ID. So I actually have already been vaccinated (laughs) four times.
0: Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Unfortunate when they
1: turned down my brother. <laughs>
0: <laughs> my brother is in critical condition. Yeah, critical. But yeah. But
1: um, um, yeah. That's uh. That definitely is new. I actually thought you were gonna go film news because I never understand if this segment is is targeting film news or just general news.
0: Yeah, you never know what you're gonna get with this segment. I, I like to. Yeah, because I was ready. You know what? I don't either, because for the record, while we were recording, I Googled news, and that was the first <laughs> article. <laughs> that's So, you know, oh, man. you're getting these exclusive takes. Um, yeah. I mean, there's not a lot. We could cover the Tonys, but clearly that segment last week didn't go that well, so we're not going to cover the Tonys.
1: Yeah. The, um, I will say there was one part from the Tonys that was pretty funny, and it's the only thing I heard about the Tonys yeah is that for one of the categories there was only one person nominated (laughs) because of covid only one person i guess filled out like the they you know did the necessary whatever requirements there are to be nominated so there's only
0: one nominee
1: yeah so for the guy who was like the lead in moulin rouge they were the only one nominated for their category
0: Oh, my God. Wait, I think I watched his speech. Was he the lead actor? Yeah. He had a beard. He was bald or something. Oh, I don't know about that.
1: I actually think he has a lot of hair.
0: Oh, well, then maybe not. Because this guy that I watched, I watched one acceptance speech for a man I've never heard of in a play that I've never seen. It was on Twitter. And it ended with him being like, to everyone who didn't win, tough bananas or something. Which is not a thing I've ever heard before. But I was like, that's actually kind of rude. But... Yeah. If he was alone, I guess that would be kind of funny to say tough bananas.
1: Oh, but, yeah, maybe um, it was him. Actually, I don't know. I don't know. We're not. We're really, if, if anyone's coming to the Karst Cast for Tony news, you, you, this is your fault.
0: <laughs> this is your bad, yeah. We're not <laughs> We're the like, I don't know cast. who any of
1: these people are. I don't even know what be, plays are.
0: It would be funny to start a Tony podcast, Tony's podcast, but not yeah. knowing anything about the Tonys. Just kind of recap. I don't know.
1: Yeah. Well, actually, it's also be weird because it's like named after a, a, a Italian very... first name. Yeah, yeah. Um Right? Like and like I guess the Oscars are Oscars, as well. the Emmys.
0: Well uh, Emmys aren't they're all
1: names. I mean that's a name, yeah. The I didn't Golden really Globes. never have made this connection before.
0: Yeah, they're all names. Um Except for the Golden Globes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um yeah. Anyways, that's that. Uh, I forget what else we do in the intro. I guess we might as well just get into the movie though. People yeah. don't typically like our, our intros, but I think they're the best part of the podcast. So, People don't like our intros? <laughs> well, there was that one review that was like, I wish they'd just get on with it. And I was like, oh, I guess we got to get on with it. But maybe wow. that's just one guy. Um, yeah. Anyways, we'll just get on with it. Today we're talking about, uh, Cry Macho. The <laughs> the yeah. latest Clint Eastwood joint, um, yeah. Jeff, well, Jeff rec- uh, recommended this one. Jeff said the Truman Show or Cry Macho, and I was like, those are two very <laughs> different movies, <laughs> but or are they? Or are they? No, they Cry are. Macho's they the absolutely one. are. Uh, there, it's this recent uh, Clint Eastwood film, and I'll I'll do the synopsis real quick. Um, cry macho Uh, a one time rodeo star and washed up horse breeder in 1978 takes a job from an ex boss to bring the man's young son home and away from his alcoholic mum mum crossing rural Mexico on their back way to Texas the unlikely pair faces an unexpectedly challenging journey during which the world weary horseman may find his own sense of redemption through teaching the boy what it means to be a good man a good macho
1: yeah, I mean that's I pretty, say, uh, pretty accurate. Pretty much, I would say. Yeah, that's the that's the truly really the movie.
0: Um, yeah, I suppose we should get into those uh, Google reviews.
1: The Google reviews, which yeah. is honestly the number one segment the part on this podcast. We are all looking
0: forward to the most. Yeah, we'll start with this one. I looked through all the negative reviews because there are, believe it or not, a lot of negative reviews for this movie. But uh, the only good one. In the negative section was this one from Corey Hamill. One star. And it is... Can somebody find a pair of pants that fit Scarecrow Clint? Uh... (laughs) Had to watch this snoozer in 15-minute installments over three days so I could inject football into my eyes in between. Boring! The rooster was the only payoff, which is a dopey reason to make a whole movie. Two people found this helpful. Okay. Um, (laughs) (laughs)
1: <laughs> okay real quick so i don't know just what to unpack the first line with means. with <laughs> yeah but the whole thing about watching it in 15 minute installments over like three days yeah you would think after 15 <laughs> minutes and then you're like okay this is too boring i have to watch football yeah then yeah. I, I feel like you would not go back to the movie yeah Especially over Um, three days. That's That's... the thing, right? (laughs) I can then be like, okay, maybe I'll give it another chance. But then you stop at 15 minutes later again. Yeah. And then you're, you know what? (laughs) You're like, I still hate this movie. But then (laughs) you go back again (laughs) and again and again and again. Again. Yeah. Yeah. And then even one further time after that. I mean, at
0: some point you just got to tap out. This person cared enough to keep coming back to Clint.
1: So, yeah. You know what? It sounds like this person would have loved Quibby. <laughs> <laughs> they only will watch things in 15 minutes. Installments are shorter.
0: Clint Eastwood's Quibi exclusive Cry Macho.
1: <laughs> Cry Macho series.
0: The old man still has it. He's doing Quibi it's, now.
1: <laughs> it's filmed in portrait mode the entire frame is just clint eastwood walking just yeah just a chicken barely in the frame
0: uh yeah so there's that one um this next one is five stars and it comes from savannah shook (laughs) and it reads meow that's the review (laughs) it's just it's just a cat's meow (laughs) dragged out it's one M, a lot of E's, a lot of O's, and then a lot of W's. And that's the
1: review. Yeah. Now, um, I, I don't, but it's five stars. So I don't I, I'm not sure it. what they're meowing at and also what the meow means. There's no cat in the movie. I don't know if this no.
0: person has it mixed up, but doesn't know what a chicken sounds like. Yeah. Um, But they dropped a meow no one found this review helpful it says yeah that's Uh, thankfully (laughs) this last one made me laugh when i found it it's from uh michelle adara uh five stars (laughs) and it reads 36 minutes into it not sure so far dot 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 but gave it five (laughs) stars (laughs) it's Uh so funny 36 minutes minutes into it not sure so far this person has (laughs)
1: like re they've found a new type of review (laughs) and they thought it was so urgent dropped that they had they could not wait an hour to finish the no. movie. They were thirty six no. minutes. I, I don't in. understand. I don't know where
0: you have to this was to twelve <laughs> hours ago, so they definitely have thoughts by now,
1: but I, I don't understand those like <laughs> how you then your brain even gets to to the conclusion that you know what, I need to put my thoughts out right now. Yeah. On
0: Google I'm reviews. only a third of the way
1: through the movie. It's like someone reviewing Fight Club and they're like, an hour in, Tyler Durden seems sick. (laughs) (laughs) I want to be friends with Tyler. Five stars.
0: (laughs) This is a five-star movie, yeah. Again, this would be one of the funniest
1: things I could make my Letterboxd review. Yeah, (laughs) I I was thinking about making it that as well. You should do it. Because also, the thing is that the one I said with Fight Club, that would actually be a, an actual joke format.
0: Yeah, yeah. This
1: one, there's not like some big turning point at like no. after 36 minutes that would drastically change it and make that a joke that makes sense. Yeah. That's just someone actually genuinely reviewing the movie 36 minutes in.
0: Yeah. Mishai Dara. I just like the not sure so far dot dot dot, <laughs> dot dot dot. It really leaves you at the edge
1: of your seat <laughs> I know. about what. What I feel like we should think. contact this person and see what they. I thought. really,
0: I the thing is, I scoured through each star review. It would be so funny though if they're in the five star section for this, and then you later find them in like the three star section. And they're like, <laughs> "All right, uh, fifty minutes in." Yeah, I don't know. Thought this was going, going somewhere
1: else. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Still not sure, but I have a pretty good idea on how I feel about this movie.
1: <laughs> yeah, that. Um, that is one of the best reviews I've ever heard. It's it was it's the first one where
0: when I saw it, I actually just laughed out loud by myself. Yeah. I was like, this is
1: really, really good.
0: <laughs> um, yeah, so those are the reviews for today.
1: <laughs> yeah, if someone asked me how this movie is, I'm going to say, well, 36 minutes in, you're not going to be that sure, but you're going to think it's a five-star movie.
0: <laughs> That's so funny.
1: You're going to be second-guessing yourself.
0: You're going to be second-guessing. But,
1: but not enough to bring it down from five. Yeah. Yeah. Whew. All right. Well, I'll need some coffee after that. Was there oh. anything even in that cup?
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I realize it's pretty much empty. Yeah, I'm not getting the the fix i needed um so jeff what did uh now first of all why did you pick well actually there's a few questions i have i wanted to say why did you pick this movie
1: and is this your first clint eastwood movie um uh that it might be my first clint eastwood movie okay i was thinking about that and i forgot to look it up Um, it is mine so we're not alone there um yeah i'm gonna have to to You know what, I think this is a good enough question. The problem is he's been in, like, 100 million movies. Well, there's, like, there's Uh, the
0: question, is this your first directed Clint Eastwood movie? And then there's the first, like, ever Clint Eastwood movie. And it's not that shocking if this is your first one that he's directed, but first he's acted in is crazy, because that's where I'm at. I've never seen him in a movie before.
1: I might, well, here's the thing. It says that he was in Casper. (laughs) Oh. <laughs> on Letterboxd. Apparently, Clint Eastwood was in Casper, so I think we don't count that one.
0: We don't count that. I think we both watched that at the same time. Were you we at did. the Netflix party for that? Yeah. I
1: was. Yeah. I mean, I had um, seen it before because yeah. I'm a, a 90s, 90s child. 90s child, yeah. So Pretty we all insane. seen it. It's, but it's, wait, this says Clint Eastwood, uncredited. <laughs> Damn. Interesting. But yeah, I, I don't think I've from. ever... Seen a Clint Eastwood movie like a legitimate one where he's the star?
0: Yeah, yeah. Well, you always you don't forget your first time um, with Clint. Uh, Yeah. So this is yeah. So I guess this is both of our first Clint Eastwood experiences. And I was wondering why you chose this. Is unless there's like no other reason besides it was relevant because
1: it's. It was relevant. That was a hundred percent why. And I yeah, thought it'd be interesting to watch a film where the new. lead actor is incredibly old. Incredibly old, like a bag of bones. Yeah, um, but like somehow it kind of worked.
0: If I'm being like, honest, he's he's definitely like my favorite actor in the movie. Uh, yeah. He gave the oh, best yeah. performance by far. <laughs> yeah. Which isn't saying a lot. His performance wasn't that good. No, but, but it was fine this movie has some of the worst performances i've seen all year um yeah it was pretty bad i'm gonna be honest
1: (laughs) i um i want to say i have to plug my laptop and i forgot to do that again yeah but about the film what i want to say is that the first like 15 minutes of this film is Mm -hmm. the most exposition filled 15 minutes to start a film i've ever seen because they don't show any of his past life they just have like three scenes where they're all explaining his whole life yeah they're like back when you used to be in a rodeo and then you got injured and then your family died yep yeah wasn't that bad and then i helped you and then i the last bunch of years i've been paying your money and <laughs> that's, that's like the entire intro to this film is just the guy explaining clint eastwood's whole life in this film
0: yeah clint eastwood drives a pickup truck into this building well not into the building but he drives it to this building where he learns of his past by a man and that's how it starts (laughs) yeah and then he gives him a task and then clint has this task it's like it's a very it's just exactly how you think this movie's gonna play out is how it plays out yeah he's assigned a task there's a twist and but there's like a charming bond formed throughout the thing and some lessons learned about growing
1: up about uh, everything everything you know about how to be a macho you know now just getting back i did find that i have seen one clint eastwood directed film mm. yeah which jersey boys the, the jersey boys okay <laughs> it's like the biopic about frankie valley and the four seasons
0: yeah is that a good movie would you recommend it it's All a right. very
1: standard biopic okay okay it's fine But it's not like groundbreaking in any way. Yeah, understood. If you like hearing people sing very high notes, Mm -hmm. that's the film for you. Yeah,
0: is this our first? I guess there's Rango, but I was gonna ask if this was our first western, Jeff. Uh, We don't talk about westerns that often.
1: Um, Well, we do talk about Fivel Goes West a lot. That is true. Without ever, I haven't seen it yet but yeah uh, we do well, bring you, up the Fievel thing is that West. we would have you would have to see fivell in in Amer- american tale first yeah yeah they should there should be fivell goes eastwood cuz fivell uh, Go- mm.
0: yeah you know what that is interesting that his name is eastwood but he makes all these westerns um is it all right um <laughs> <laughs> uh, what was i going to say uh yeah so I personally didn't have the best time watching this. I thought it was very... Um, well, okay. I'll say what I thought first. Um, it's clearly just a very mellow and laid-back movie. That is yeah. kind of... that. It, it makes itself out to be that off the top. And I will say, it, it nails that. It commits to this style and tone. And I think it's a successful film at doing so. I mm-hmm. just don't think that the actual characters or anything the movie has to say are substantial enough to make me care all that much throughout the film or to think yeah.
1: about this movie much after the fact. Um, I think that's a very good point. I can't imagine starting tomorrow. I'm like going <laughs> to ever think about this movie ever again. Yeah. It's yeah. the entire story is very bland. There's nothing that interesting that happens. Uh huh. Also, Raffo, yeah. that was a really, like, not a good actor. No, that's what I'm saying. He,
0: well, there's a few that are pretty, yeah, Eduardo Minette, Minette
1: is his name. He yeah, was it? I didn't want to terrible. say his name because we're just trashing him.
0: <laughs> yeah, I feel bad, but he, he really was not very good. But the, the worse, even worse than him was uh, Dwight Yoak- Yoakam who plays Howard
1: Polk, who yeah. is the man Yeah, he was the, the one who started... I think that he is the one who started off. I mean, he was the huge exposition. Uh-huh. Like, to be fair, his dialogue that he was given was awful. It was pretty bad, yeah. It was all this, like, the most on-the-nose exposition of what was happening, and he's like... Yeah. Yeah, I don't even want to... Yeah. It was not good. But also, he was not good. I want to yeah. say, Clint Eastwood... Yes, we both agree. Probably best performance in this. I thought that Marcha was pretty good. Yeah, yeah. Um, that's kind of but... what ends for me. I, yeah. Uh... Also, uh, <laughs> like I guess it's Letta, who Leta, was yeah. R- Raffo's mother. That mm-hmm. was a weird performance. Yeah, yeah. It was like just... a performance where, sh- like, they were told probably to act like you're. A crazy person yeah i don't really understand the performance because it wasn't like how any real person would act uh-huh and there's that really weird scene where she was trying to seduce clint eastwood yeah that was
0: i felt off by that um yeah i was I'm like, like what? he's he's not <laughs> he's 91 years old yeah and he looks like he's 120 years old <laughs> uh <laughs> yeah i don't know that's just, it was just a confusing weird. scene. The chemistry in this movie, it's weird because... Okay, I bring this up in my new video that's not out yet where I'm talking about this movie, but um, there, there's this movie called The Card Counter. That we talked about it briefly. It's the one from yeah. a few weeks ago where the acting is also really bad in that, but it's not like the performances themselves because like Oscar Isaac and Tiffany Haddish do a pretty good job, but the chemistry is just completely off. It's like... Yeah. It looks like it was really uncomfortable to be on set whereas this is the opposite where I'm like the performances are ass and they're really <laughs> not good but it looks like everyone kind of gets along <laughs> and there's like right. they exist together it's just I don't know it, it was also
1: uncomfortable to watch though at the end of the day it, um, it was it was it's a weird movie yeah it, it um, felt like a passion project for Clint Eastwood. Yeah, well... Um, which I imagine it is. Like, anything you're doing when you're in your 90s is probably a passion project in some way.
0: Yeah. Well, I haven't seen this confirmed anywhere, but I, I think they said it's his last movie, which in that context, I guess, is a sweet, like, quiet way to go out. Uh, it's like a nice little Western, but it's... Like, kind of reflective, I guess, for him. The thing is, I don't know his movies that well. I haven't seen right. any of them. So I don't really have that context going into this. Uh, so from my perspective, I'm like, this is just kind of slow. and <laughs> Yeah, I do <laughs> like... wonder if
1: we were huge Clint Eastwood fans or if for someone like that, it was like a nice ode to all the Western movies yeah. made. Right. You know, and we just don't appreciate that because we haven't seen any. So we're just taking it for what it is in a vacuum which is not that good yeah
0: but even if i had seen his movies i'm like there's some scenes in here where i'm like what were you thinking (laughs) there's the scene near the beginning where he goes to that like chicken fight place and there's a police raid and he just hides behind some boxes (laughs) (laughs) and then it fades to black and he avoids the whole thing yeah um (laughs) That's a really funny scene,
1: <laughs> but yeah, yeah. Um, I don't know. Uh, also, the the scene with Raffo and ta- stealing his wallet. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like he's like pushing the kid around.
0: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it was just
1: really odd. It's really odd. Um, just the vibes were not there. Vibes were not there. for the not know. Movie. Yeah, um, I don't know. what would have saved that, but whatever was happening on screen was. It was one of those where is... you're, you're taken completely out of the film, and you're just like, what is? I'm, what am I doing? What am I watching? Here? <laughs> I want to read, uh,
0: for anyone that doesn't know about it yet, um, Paul Schrader, who is the director of The Card Counter and writer of Taxi Driver, blah, blah, blah. He wrote a really mean review for this movie on his Facebook page, um, and it's made its rounds around Twitter, but I kind of want to share really? it for anyone that doesn't know about it. I it's don't know really. About it. He has a very unhinged Facebook, and this review reads: "I can appreciate the inclination to give Clint Eastwood a pass, but has an important American director made a film as bad as Cry Macho since Howard Hawks's Man's Favorite Spot? It fails in every area: screenwriting, lighting, locations, sets, props, wardrobe, and casting." When early on Eastwood employs an under-the-car shot of a boot hitting the ground, I thought, great, he's going to riff on the stylizations of macho westerns, but that was the last interesting composition in the film. Sure, Clint is given a few cliche-ridden passages about the futility of machismo, uh, but but these only have value because a shrunken, dirty Harry is giving voice to them. These character insights had value 30 years ago. It was like listening to a criminal apologize to the family of his victims in hopes that the judge will cut him a lesser sentence." That was his review. Wow. Which is... That's just... Feels a little harsh. Yeah, that's pretty harsh. Especially for the man that made the card counter. But, anyway. <laughs> um, <laughs> you haven't even seen the card. I don't know, I don't know why. No, I haven't. About this. Um, yeah. But I, I had to share that. Because I thought yeah. that was really funny. Because it's just one old man making fun of another old man's movies. <laughs> yep. Trader's like, also very old. But, yeah. Um, anyways uh i guess i feel like uh, uh sorry you, you go <laughs> no i wanted to, i wanted to hear what you had to say
1: <laughs> well i don't know i just feel like the way raffo is as a character just doesn't it, the like that's where i think the writing in this film fails the most yeah and that raffo yeah. does not act like a rebelling uh no like teenager Ruffo acts like an old person pretending to be a teenager. (laughs) Yeah. Because he doesn't... Like, teenagers don't say how they're feeling, you know? And he literally says everything he's ever feeling and giving, like, reasons and speaking in complete sentences and, like, is very level-headed. Yeah.
0: That is Uh. extremely true. This movie is very obviously written by an old-ass man because none of these characters sound like themselves besides... Clint Eastwood I'm like that's yeah that's an old guy but you're right that kid was not a kid <laughs> um because I just
1: remembered he was supposed to be like 13 yeah yeah no um
0: it's just like it had that really corny ending two of them in the car and yeah. he's like you don't realize until it's too late blah 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 and I'm like the kid I don't know he's not
1: listening to this yeah I guess I don't know also, you know it's um, crazy. Clint Eastwood is like eighty years older than that kid. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um That's what I would have been. If I was the kid I would have been like, that's nuts. You're eighty years nuts. older than me? How's that even possible?
0: <laughs> He's like, You you were like sixty when I was born. <laughs> older than that, honestly. Um Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, I uh it was it was not a very good movie.
1: Um, I would
0: not recommend it. I
1: would say no. I would uh, say if you were, you know, if you're one of the the thousands who, before you watch a movie, you listen to the Cars Cast episode, deciding, you know, <laughs> using this as your decision making process, <laughs> so we give it the a, two thumbs down. Cars thumb. Cast, two thumbs down. Thumbs down. We. Uh, invented the thumbs down system for the record. Yeah, we That's well the thing is that we have four thumbs between us. So we invented mm-hmm. four thumbs down. You get four thumbs, yeah. Four sometimes thumbs you down. get
0: three thumbs down,
1: but one thumb up. And this is a four you know thumbs what down though. Uh, it, I don't is know if it, it's though? quite four thumbs down though. That feels too harsh. Yeah, I think. I, okay, actually, how about this? You do two thumbs down. I do one thumb down, one thumb sideways. <laughs> yeah, that seems about accurate. That feels about right. It's just barely getting by
0: this movie. Yeah. Um, I will say, kind of like what Paul Schrader said and what a lot of people have said, all of this said, I I still think it's admirable to see an old man like this make a movie that is at the very least coherent, you know? It's Uh, coherent and also (laughs) you can tell
1: it's the movie Clint Eastwood was trying to make.
0: Yeah, yeah. There's like a lot going on here uh but at the same time not it's a not lot that...
1: i'm gonna stick with yeah not um, anything there's a lot it was just not much that we wanted yeah or needed yeah um
0: yeah any closing thoughts or was that the closing thoughts themselves
1: on you know i think uh, that was pretty much i think that's about it all i had to say hopefully all anyone needs to hear yeah well hey
0: bye macho right um I don't know. Uh <laughs> let's yeah. just uh let's just move on. That's <laughs> it's not Wait, what was the the meaning behind Cry Macho? Was
1: that uh, did I miss that or uh, you know I, I mean obviously Macho is the name of the chicken. The, the chicken, yeah. Um I think Cry Macho was a book that this was based on. Mm, okay. Yeah, okay. it was a novel. So this is based on the novel and um right. yeah it was just the name of the book so i'm sure there's some okay, meaning then when you get into there but there. we're not going <laughs> that uh... someone's like yeah why is it called cry Macho i'm like that's what the book was called
0: <laughs> that's Clint <cool>. usuals <laughs> answer in the q and a he's like well that was the book so um yeah yeah, yeah. Well, like well, why is it uh... called harry potter
1: that's what the book was called <laughs>
0: um what are you
1: feeling for a score i'm gonna give it two thumbs two thumbs out of five thumbs yeah
0: two i two stars it, i gave it two stars as well i think yeah. we're both on the exact same page yeah are uh, you
1: gonna use that review about the
0: 36 minutes no because i already posted my i actually didn't leave a review at all for this i just kind of gave it two stars and moved that's on. honestly so,
1: how it should you be can,
0: yeah i was like there's just nothing to say here yeah there's nothing I always, to say
1: yeah i always feel weird doing the reviews from google because it's makes no sense for yeah. almost everyone who sees it
0: yeah i think it's, it's not yeah because when i did it for the the surf's up one i was just like you know what i can't do this this is not right this is yeah <laughs> um yeah except for picturization that one that one sticks yeah all right uh well that was cry macho if you want to watch it some people really enjoy it so I will say if if you were interested in the movie to begin with give it a shot um because some people do really like this movie it's on hbo max
1: and uh yeah yeah I, I mean I think that's what I would say as well where if you like Clint Eastwood Mm -hmm, and you are a big fan of slower paced westerns then -hmm. you probably will actually like this it's not bad it's it's not that's the thing i don't i think the acting is pretty bad but overall as a film Mm -hmm. i think it's more for me uninteresting than bad Mm -hmm. that you summed it up beautifully yeah that's pretty much my approach
0: to any movie (laughs) yeah uh yeah okay um the let's just get into questions then um These come from—actually, we have a few from the Patreon today, from our lovely $15 patrons. If you're a $15 patron and you ask us a question, we're going to answer it here in these episodes. Uh, So, without any further ado, this first one comes from Antonio DeMarco, and it's most anticipated movie for the awards season. Um, For you, it's good. It's French Dispatch or Dune, right? It's got to be French Dispatch. French Dispatch Dune is up there, but I think there's this new movie that's been getting a lot of buzz called The Worst Person in the World, and it looks really up my alley. It's kind of like a a a rom com, from what I've heard. But I'm I'm like, that looks like a lot of fun, and uh, it's got a cool poster. I'm just I'm I'm looking forward to that one. Uh, But French Dispatch is obviously like my most
1: yeah i I mean it it kind of excited as a noted fan of wes anderson i think that has to be my answer as well yeah although you're gonna like dune i'm so excited for dune that's gonna be such a good time
0: um what about you jeff oh yours is just french dispatch yeah yep all right sweet this next one comes from gavin gibson and it's, if you could own one fictional object or possession from any film or series, what would you choose? Uh, what
1: see. would you
0: choose? Probably the chicken from Crime Macho. Right? I would... Just kidding. Um, I I would... Uh,
1: I don't know. The Nimbus 2000 from Harry Potter. Yeah. Yeah. No, that'd be a terrible choice. While it's not we're even on the Harry Potter, broom. why would you pick the non-best
0: broom possible? Yeah, you know what I've always wanted was um, the a real like this is this is re- very random. But you know, in Yu-Gi-Oh, they have like those decks. Where yeah, the like, the, the, the I know in. the like the wing looking. Yeah, yep. Yeah. I want a real one of those. I've always wanted one. Well, I mean, they and... sell those. Obviously, they don't project the creatures. Yeah. I had a toy one as a kid, and I thought it would be the real thing. I had a big imagination as a kid. Yeah. So I, I finally got it for, like, a birthday present and was very disappointed when monsters didn't start
1: appearing. Uh, yeah. But that's on me, you know? That's Yeah, that's on you, to be fair. Yeah. Uh, what about you? Wait, but that's your answer.
0: That's, I think, going to be my answer, because I, I used to always really want one of those.
1: I feel like... You know what? I would, or... If... if... No, you say it. I was Well, I was going to say that I feel like that would be a bad thing to own if, if you were the only one who had it, because then how are you going to duel anyone? That's true. That's true.
0: You know what? I came up with a different answer halfway through that, and it's a Wonka bar from Willy Wonka. I would want to try one of those because uh, they look pretty good. And I know they have real Wonka bars out there, but I want the ones from yeah. the movies because they are different than the real ones. The ones in the movies yeah. have, like, caramel
1: and, yeah. What about the everlasting, like, gobstopper thing from the no, movie? No, no. Because that one, not... it never ends. It's everlasting. Yeah, but what's the... what's the Like, really? You'd want that? That, that... actually might be frustrating if you had a candy yeah. that you could never eat. Exactly. Like, you could never
0: finish it. It's not satisfying. I like to put it away, you know?
1: Um... What happens if you swallow whole the everlasting <laughs> gobstopper? <laughs>
0: you should um you should tweet that and see what what kind of responses you get
1: <laughs> you should tweet that i'll get free
0: one no nah, no nah, i can't take credit for that that's a good one um <laughs> uh yeah i cool well i guess is that your answer or no that was, well, no. Okay, what was can you rephrase the question real quick if and you could get quick own one fictional object or possession
1: from any film or series, what would you choose? A fictional... I mean, it would have to be some kind of, uh, like, very valuable thing, and then you can sell it. Yeah, yeah. Like some fake giant diamond or something. Mm-hmm. True, true, true.
0: I'm trying to think of... I guess there's, like, the Pink Panther diamond. I don't know why. Oh, the opal from Uncut Gems could be cool. Yeah.
1: Uh... Yeah,
0: the bag gives me magic powers. Bag.
1: Yeah, the bag, the bag of dirt from Dirt Bag. That would be the worst answer possible, because the only thing special about the bag is that it haunts you.
0: Yeah, well, don't spoil the movie too much. Don't let's not. <laughs> yeah, I mean, feel yeah. free to bleep that if you want. <laughs> no, nah, it's fine. It's not a spoiler at all. Cool. Um, yeah, I have some of the dirt from the movie in the back. Yeah. Almost, if you can very faintly see it. But I actually don't have the bag of dirt anymore because we ripped all the bags of dirt
1: in the making of the movie. So, yeah, kind of a production hazard. Uh, Anyways. What I, when someone asks you for advice on filmmaking, you're like, make sure you have enough bags of dirt because they're going to rip.
0: <laughs>
1: they made, like,
0: our production designer made, like, five of them. And on the second day when we ripped, like, the fourth one, she was like, how are you doing this? And I was like, I, I'm sorry. I don't, um, <laughs> anyways, uh, this next one comes to you, Jeff. It's from straight view five one Oh two. And it's this one's for Jeff dot re. Uh, what's your favorite and least favorite
1: premier league kit this season? Uh, Oh, okay. I'm going to have anyway. to pull this up real quick. Okay. Cause I haven't seen all of them. I have I no idea Liverpool what this game. question
0: even means, to be honest.
1: Uh, okay, so every year, the jerseys for or kits, as they say in England, for each mm-hmm. team, they change every year. Okay. Um, I, so just uh, as I'm looking for this, I think that Liverpool's kits are pretty good. Yeah. That's the team I support. Um, oh, I looked up the wrong year. Yeah, cuz was like these are Liverpool's last year's kits. But uh okay, so it's 21 22. Okay, here we go. Yeah, Everton's kits as always are terrible. Yeah. Uh everybody knows this. I do like Brighton Brighton & Hove Albion. I mean, they just have a nice like home kit always cuz it's like blue and white vertical stripes. Mm-hmm. Um I mean, Arsenal's away kit is terrible it's like a weird yellow Uh, but their third kit apparently i'm seeing this now for the first time is amazing Mm -hmm. it's like blue like with red outline like lightning bolts yeah yeah uh i'll just give quick impressions here um oh yeah i do like uh i do i like burnley's away kits i'm just scrolling through them real quick uh, something about Crystal Palace's away kits I really don't like they're just like very bright yellow don't like them I don't know why you don't like yellow it just seems like just it not seems, seems like maybe I just don't like yellow it's too aggressive for you Um. yeah yeah Uh. okay last one I'll just give one more that I like okay Man City's away kits are really nice nice Manchester yeah. City or... yeah Manchester City
0: nice yeah that's cool um you heard it here f- first those are Jeff's takes on the Premier League kits uh, is that what the question was yeah, <laughs> yeah, I yeah. Could, it was it, I, I hope okay, so. that's cool. what I answered just making sure that's the right order of words I didn't know what it was called um cool cool uh, and this last one uh actually you know what that's it that's it for today. Uh, that was three questions, and we will touch on some of these next – or in the next two weeks.
1: Um, I have cool. a question for you. Uh-oh. Yeah. What is your favorite primary color?
0: Blue. I'm actually going through a big blue phase right now. Like Yeah. A royal You're wearing blue, blue right now. I, yeah. my,
1: I My answer is blue as well.
0: Yeah. Blue is a really solid color, and I think that yeah. that's – uh, clear from yeah my my wardrobe right now. Um yeah. Good answer. Thank you, Jeff. Yours too. Uh well that does it. Let's get into the wrap up. Uh next well in the next two weeks is movie. Next two weeks is movie? Let's make it Dune. The new Dune. Uh You will have seen then, it by then. I will have seen it. Jeff will have thoughts. Are you sure? have thoughts. Oh because yeah,
1: you what you're seeing are you seeing it in New York?
0: I'm seeing it in New York, yeah. Okay. So we'll talk about it on this is this will be the episode that drops on the 11th of october and uh yeah to be out on the lookout for that check out dune if you can and if you can't we won't spoil it too much but we will just like talk about it that will definitely have a spoiler free section because i know it won't be in the u.s by then why yeah at least um and yeah so that's that Next, we like to read a review uh, because we like to hear what you guys have to say about the podcast, Um, and it also helps the podcast a lot, believe it or not. Uh, And this one comes from Nick Fideli from the USA. Uh, Subject line is wow, five stars, and it reads, Carscast isn't just a podcast, it's a cultural reset, a reason to breathe, an escape from this cruel world filled with thieves it's okay it's art the first gift you open on christmas a hug from a loved one everything you ever wanted everything you need that's the review you know i agree with that review i agree i i think that's pretty spot on if anything i think it's more than any
1: of that yeah yeah i I mean Um, i was that's what i strive for when we when we talk every week and do this that's what we aim for yeah yeah i Uh, say i want to be a warm hug on uh on christmas eve I want us to rise above the thieves. Yep, that's what I say uh, before before you we start recording. That's like yeah, our, you, our pre recording. Yeah. yeah, You know how sports say, have rise their above chants. the thieves. Hug Help. on Christmas Eve. Thieves.
0: <sighs> it works so well. That's what's funny. <laughs> you know, when I was on a swim team in high school, our our chant before meets. Was just us screaming, and just be like, "Ah!" And that was all it was. And that's not that good of a chant it's um, not even a chant. No, it's not a chant. But our catchphrase, he... yeah, our catchphrase was "Go in hard, come out wet." And the t- the coach would not let us put that on shirts. But
1: yeah, I was like, I that's see our... why. <laughs> It just kind of seems kind of weird With since it's, I'm sure all of your parents are the ones attending yeah. these swim meets. Yeah, we did not get a – they didn't allow us to
0: – yeah. Um, lastly, we'd like to thank the patrons over at patreon.com slash carscast. Can't get enough of the podcast? Uh, I know I, I can I sure can't. Yeah. Um, <laughs> well, if you want tons of bonus content and a monthly Zoom hangout, where you get to talk to me and Jeff and we get to all play games together and just talk about movies, head on over to the po- uh, Carscast <laughs> Patreon. I was going to say head on over to the podcast, but that's where you are right now. Yeah, you um, are on
1: the podcast.
0: Like I said, you get exclusive access to bonus episodes, Q&As, shout-outs at the end of every episode, which we're about to do, and much, much more like Zoom hangouts, and some exclusive
1: access to merch, which we're going to probably do we're, soon. We're hopefully. talking about it. and you know, We
0: have talked up some ideas.
1: Uh, we talked to some ideas i want to say that karsten is kind of a merch aficionado and uh, Karsten's had some very good ideas (laughs) i'm i'm really excited about the idea i told you about the
0: other day i think it's really funny um but yeah that's um that's that without any further ado thank you uh it's sorry it's got an alphabetical um, Alex Thomas, Antonio DeMarco, Blake Root, Boat, Brandon Yu, Brock Schultz, Camilla, Chuck the Duck, Cooper, Daniel Cook, David, David Sir, Eden, Gavin Gibson, Grant Gow, Harry Remedy, Akis, Iva, Jaden Easton, John Van Hout, Jordan Hill, Judy S, Carson Dua Katie T, Liv Rob, Luke Warm, Martin Def, Mary Lee Borslow, Meridian, Michael Rennie, Monopoly Shrimp on the Barbie, uh, Monroe Page, Nora B, Parks, Riley Os, Sophia Arrieta, Stella Perry, Super Califragilisticexpialidocious, Smitty Werben, Jaggerman Jensen, Tom Likes Beans, Vegard Strom, Wes Kinley, Xavier Fossier, Youssef A., and Zoe Hernandez-McDonald. Thank you. Thank you, patrons. Uh, we
1: appreciate it. You know, within it. the next few weeks, Carson and I will both be getting new microphones because funded by gets. the patrons. And hopefully one of those, like, Rodecaster pros, because I, yeah, you know I want one of those. Yeah, you soundboard. You soundboard. I mean, my brother has one on his podcast, and uh, he yeah. uses it all the time. Yeah. So, be out, be on the lookout for that, I guess. Uh, wait. Can you hear that? No, you can't. Yeah, no, I can't hear anything. Oh, I played a clapping sound. Uh, yeah, so wait. that's why we need the roadcaster. Hey, there we go.
0: There we go. Uh, anyways, thanks, guys. Uh, I think that's going to do it. Jeff, do you have anything else to say?
1: You know... It's just been another. <laughs> <laughs> oh God. <laughs> I was, just, okay, I was yeah. just about to say it's been another great time, <laughs> you know, spending an hour hanging out with one of my best friends, Karsten Runquist. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well,
0: are you gonna say the thing? The <laughs> thing. <you gonna> say... <laughs>
1: <laughs> uh yeah, so Karsten this is from Karsten as well as, as I. Catch you on the flip side. Catch you on the flip side as well. Flip side. <laughs>